Good morning, friends, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how we can show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to talk about how disagreeing and loving our neighbor can still go together, and we're going to discuss how. Thanks so much for tuning in. When we talk through anyone's response in any situation, there's a variety of things going on there. Someone's response is going to be related to their upbringing, their own life experiences, their cultural context, their own goals and their objectives, their fears. There's a whole variety of things that goes on when someone is making decisions about how to navigate life. It feels like over about the past year and a half, Um, Somewhere along the way, we've morphed into not allowing other people to have their own experiences or their own points of view. And there seems to be this urgency that many people capitulate or give in to our point of view. And frankly, it's a really concerning trend because not only is the expectation that they capitulate, but there's consequences if they don't. I think cancel culture is one of the things we've seen over the last couple of years where if you don't acquiesce to what the, the cultural norm is morphing towards, then you're going to be canceled. But I guess at the, at the macro level, I can kind of grapple with that. What I don't really have the ability to grapple with is at the micro level what I'm experiencing or, or what I'm observing. So, for example, where I'm seeing some of this play out is in uh, interfamily conflicts where we have husbands and wives going toe-to-toe over vaccines and over mask mandates. And we have parents withholding their presence from their children, um, not, not presence like gifts, but presence like, you know, being with them. Um, so we, we can't have a get-together, or if we do have a get-together, it looks like this. And if you're not going to toe the line this way, then we can't have the get-together. And yes, everyone in that context has the right to their own choices and the right to how they want to operate and and what boundaries they want to put in place. But what's really concerning is the vitriol that some are using within their closest, most intimate relationships to try to get their point across and to try to be the person that's right in this situation. And it, it feels like there's these ultimatums being given about, if you don't agree with me, then I have the right to go after you, the human, not just take issue with whatever the, the discussion point is. And the um, kind of the free-for-all that seems to be going on, at least to some extent, as each new government expectation comes out, it's very concerning. I've shared in the past that I spend the bulk of my time working with kids in the range of um, 12 and 13 up through young adults, and, and that's where I spend the bulk of my days. And what has me just gravely concerned is how this rhetoric, this divisiveness has been normalized for them. And if that's being normalized for our youth, imagine how that morphs in the next generation when new hot button issues come up and when new new divisive topics come up. How are they going to be able to handle it well if what they're watching right now is absolute all-out character assassination when we're talking about people who disagree with our point of view? Instead of being passionate about our topics, we, we've started to be passionate about how awful the other person is, and we're castigating them to being people who are inferior, people who have nefarious plans, people who are trying to intentionally cause harm, and I just don't see how that's accurate. 
if our upbringing and our life experience and our cultural context and our fears inform our decisions, I'm going to have to assume that whomever I disagree with, their decisions are influenced by their upbringing and their experiences and their cultural context and their fears. And if mine are valid based on my lived life, I'm going to have to assume that whatever they're experiencing is valid based on their lived life. And if we expect that people are going to agree on everything and get along on everything, that's just not reality. And especially if we expect that people should just blindly align with our objectives because of our lived experiences, that's just not reality. People will prioritize things differently. And that's going to have to be something that not only we wrestle with, but that we have to decide how we're going to engage that fact. And my argument for today is we have to engage it well. If we disagree with other people, that's an opportunity to work towards understanding a different point of view. By no means does that mean we have to agree with a different point of view. But if you're not even willing to understand that their point of view comes from their lived experiences, then you've lost the autonomy we're supposed to have with being a free thinking human being. You've lost the ability to grant people the same honoring of values that you're expecting them to see in you. If you don't reciprocate that, if you don't give grace to other people, but you demand it of them, you demand them to hear your point of view, I just don't see how things evolve into any sort of reconciliatory way. And it's very concerning, again, that this is being normalized for our youth. It feels important to point out that since March of 2020, We've all been in literally a no-win situation. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. The argument has zero winners. Get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. The argument has zero winners. These are tough choices that we each have to navigate. And someone making the choice to do versus not do is based on an amalgam of information. If you disagree with what they're choosing to do, I don't think whatever their choice is is directly being selected just to tick you off, I can't imagine that's true. I don't think it has anything to do with you. If you disagree with people and they disagree with you, it's based on whatever information one has access to. And so it feels like we have to really expand our understanding of other people's intentions Understanding that they're showing up with as much honesty, I would assume, as they possibly can, and and they're having to make tough choices. And the way we respond when people's choices don't align with our choices reveals so much about our character. But friends, we are in a no-win season. There are zero winners here. And and I I really wish that we would understand that better and and be just far more gentle with the, the vitriolic rhetoric that we choose to engage. I'm sitting with clients who have... Um, more, more recently, I have one who had a, a really tough season of a cancer diagnosis. And one of the first things a family member said to her was, well, do you think it's because so-and-so got the vaccine? Is that why they have cancer now? And all I can think through as, as I'm just sitting here gobsmacked with this client that that's the very first thing a family member would say to her, all I can think through is we're missing it. We're missing what's behind 
all the hardship in these decisions, and that's the human. The human being behind it is being missed, and the causes are being touted as most important. And I just don't see how that's an accurate posture from which we should be operating. And if you're someone who you're blowing up your own Facebook wall, or you're blowing up other people's Facebook walls, or you're blowing up news forums and telling everyone else how absolutely awful they are, and how they're the Antichrist, and and how they're and, and that's actually a phrase I've heard recently that was used against one of our uh, school um, our, our school administrators because they were following through on government expectations. When we start to attack other people because they are showing up with what they assume is the best intentions for their situation, when we are showing up with such hate and anger for them, we are doing it wrong. In 100% of the context, we are doing it wrong. And this is especially important if you are a person of faith. People are watching your reaction right now. And people are trying to understand your point of view and trying to watch your walk and see if it aligns with, with what you, you talk in your own life. And we are missing really big opportunities in this season to speak in a loving way about our neighbor, towards our neighbor, and with our neighbor If we disagree with them, this is prime opportunity to lead with love. Boundaries are okay. Boundaries and and putting yourself and, or sorry, putting distance between yourself and others, if that's what's best for you in this season, I get it. But boundaries with vitriol and boundaries with anger and boundaries with threats and boundaries with manipulation, friends, that is the wrong track. That is not where we should be headed. It is not about shaming other people into submission. If we can understand that each person is showing up with the best of intentions, with the information that they have, with their upbringing, with their context, with their fears, every person is in a no-win situation. And we have to stop treating our neighbor who has a different opinion or a different posture. We have to stop treating them as though they're this nefarious ill-intentioned, trying to wreak havoc type of person. That's just not accurate. What I worry about is some of these decisions that we're making in this particular season are going to have long-term consequences as we exit this season. And my hope is that we obviously exit this season sooner rather than later as well. I mean, at this point, it's already been 16, 17 months. We're going into a new school year. And as I'm sitting with my, my high schoolers and my college kids and my clients, I'm assuming I'm going to have to wear a mask here yet again. And of course, it is frustrating and it is exhausting. And I've gone through all the steps I thought I was supposed to go through. But I'm going to assume that other people are doing the same thing and showing up in the same way with the best of intentions. And whilst I can be frustrated about what it means in my personal life, at no point does it give me permission to start blasting other people and speaking about other people's characters and tearing them down and questioning and and, and constantly going after other people as though they are the enemy. That's just not accurate. This is such a no-win situation. And there's this um, there's this saying that I love that says, we can be right or we can be reconciled. And how people are trying to be right, and I'm going to put air quotes around that, in a situation that is no-win and in a situation where we're still in the thick of it and we don't have this big overarching narrative figured out yet because it's still a morphing situation, why people are, are just adamant that their posture is the right posture and because my posture is right, that automatically means anyone who's a dissenter of mine is going to be wrong and therefore I can can treat them as though they're they're less than human. 
I, I just don't see it. I don't see how we've landed at that space and called it okay. I assume that each one of us is not going out intentionally trying to cause harm. I assume that each human is making the choice based on what they have access to, their culture, their goals, their fears, their life experiences. It's going to make sense to them. And because I want to love people well, I'm going to have to err on the side of giving grace wherever I can. I'm going to have to watch my words and I'm going to have to operate that in this season, I'm going to need faith. I'm going to need to have patience. I'm going to need to have self-control. I'm going to have to live out my values well. And I'm also going to urge you to do the same and stop demanding that your neighbor agrees with you. Stop demanding that your neighbor parrots back to you everything that you think is true about masks and vaccinations. And stop making your love and your reaching out and your kindness contingent on their posture. It just doesn't work. It's not appropriate to say that if you don't agree with me, I can tear down your character. I can assassinate your particular character. I can speak poorly of you and to you and about you. That just isn't the season that we're in. We are in a lose-lose season. Every one of us is going through this. And the more we can be calm and compassionate and kind, the more we can ride this out together, the better we will be in the long run. It is devastating to sit with clients who are getting bridges burnt all throughout their life right now. And in a season of trial, there's going to be long-term consequences in their lives. And I fear for many listeners, that's accurate as well. We are making big declarative statements about if you don't do A, then B is the punishment. And we're going to stick to that long-term. And I really fear for what that means about relationships and what that means about loving people well. If you have to agree with me for me to love you well, I'm doing love wrong. That's just the bottom line. And I get it. These are big topics, but these are topics that push up against fear. And because we have fear, that means we have permission to to go scorch earth on other people. I just don't think that's correct. I think we need to do a better job of slowing ourselves down, of being gentle and gracious and patient. And I will say, much of this episode today is redundant, and I get that. But it's because it just feels that simple to me. Other people have other contexts and other belief systems, and that does not give me permission to hate them. It just doesn't. In fact, I'm commanded to love them and love them well, and that's where we'll leave it for today. If you found anything of value here, you're always welcome to share, you're welcome to like, you're welcome to leave a comment, and guys, you're welcome to disagree with me. That's absolutely something that is your right to do, but if you do disagree with me, I ask you to do it well. I ask you to have candid conversation and have the opportunity and the the respect to engage in a way that is helpful and productive and doesn't assassinate other people's characters. I really encourage us to do it better, to be wiser in our interchanges with one another, and to love the human behind whatever conflict we're engaging. Let's end it there. Feel free to reach out if you'd like to. Have a good rest of your week.